to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. Dear Lord, we pray that you give us of your spirit to lead and to guide us into your word. Father, we pray for a prepared and a fertile heart. Let our heart be receptive to your word and that the seed that is sown will bring forth fruit today. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Please clap your hands together and be seated. Wonderful. Awesome. Okay. Well, once again, we are in our status 527, and we are talking about prayers. We are talking about how to pray, how to pray. And um, last week, we began talking about how to pray with all kinds of prayer, how to pray with all kinds of prayer. And we are sharing from our father's book, How to Pray, How to Pray. This is the book that I am preaching from, How to Pray. And all of you, um, I mean, most of you should have your copies from the Macarius, the set of books that we bought um, a while ago. So I was expecting that you all will bring yours along and then we will read together how to pray with all kinds of prayer. Amen. You know, now um, when we began sharing this message, you know, on prayer, I was very excited and I'm still excited. And I was hoping that, you know, the meaning and the understanding that have come to you will make you really now pray. You know, I thought maybe you have understood prayer very well and that it will make you pray. You know, I mean, what we are sharing is the word of God. Do you understand? And the word of God, the thing about it is, it comes to everyone the same way. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It comes to everyone the same way. The only thing that affects the word of God when it comes forth is you. Do you understand? It is you. The Bible says that when his word comes forth, it does not return to him void. Its intent is to accomplish the purpose for which it is sent. You see, when a farmer sows seeds, when a farmer sows seeds, he sows it with an aim that every seed that he sows should bring forth fruits. Do you know that? Yes. The farmer does not sow seeds with a mindset that, I'm putting some on this bad soil. You know, they, I know it's not going to bring anything, but I'm putting it anyway. I'm putting some here 
It's, the farmer does not think like that. The farmer sows the seed and his intent is he sows it with the same vigor and the same hope as he sowed every seed. And his expectation is the same. Now, what determines the outcome of certain seeds is the type of soil that is in the area. True. So, as we are sharing the word of God, the word of God, God intends that it will have a purpose. It will accomplish a purpose. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Now, what will come out of it is your heart. That is why every day, you know, when I'm praying, I'm praying that the Lord will give us a fertile soil, a fertile heart to receive the word so that it will bring forth fruit. Because no matter how powerful the word will come, it is your heart that will determine the outcome of the seed that will bring forth. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, please. So I want to encourage you that whenever the word of God is sown, it, it, it has a purpose to bring forth fruit. Don't you see that some people's lives are changed? I mean, some, some people were not pastors. Some people were not shepherds. Some people were not committed Christians. Some of you, even as we are having a Zoom, if it snows, you won't come. Hey. <laughs> even on Zoom service, if it snows, you won't come. If it rains, you won't come. Because you look outside and it's raining, so you, you don't go to church when it's raining, even on Zoom. It's raining on the Zoom. Well, you understand? Some people, too, no matter what is happening, they will be there, no matter what is happening. Mm. And so you realize that the word of God has affected some mm. in different ways. Sure. So if you have not changed, it is you. If you are still your ways, it is you. It is me. True. Hallelujah. Amen. You are teaching already. Preach on. I believe that some people's prayer lives are changing. 100%. And they are going to receive 100% answers. Amen. So if you are not going to receive 100%, that's the point that I'm making here. It is you. It depends on me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Anyway, keep, let's keep saying um, it. We have some few minutes, so let me just uh, so that we can uh, finish our message, this chapter. Okay, so we talk about how to pray with all kinds of prayer. Now, last week, we all agreed on this scripture in Ephesians 6 and 18. Ephesians 6 and 18, it says, Praying always with all kinds of prayer and supplication, in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So one, we agree that there are kinds of prayers, different kinds of prayers. And the Bible is exhorting us to pray with all these kinds of prayers. Do you understand? And we cannot learn the prayers from any other source, not from any person. Nobody can tell us the type of prayers, except what the word of God says. And we cannot even learn it even better than what the son of God, who came from heaven, how he prays. Do you understand? And so we are learning how to pray all these kinds of prayers from the scriptures. 
And then also it says that with all perseverance, and we concluded that, well, prayers are difficult. To pray is difficult because you have to persevere. Anything that requires perseverance means it's difficult. It requires effort. It requires challenges. And we say that when something is difficult from this scripture, it doesn't mean that you have an excuse not to do it because it's difficult. Because you are tired, because you are sleepy. It doesn't give you an excuse not to do it because you went to work or because you go to work the next morning. Mm. By the grace of God, a lot of people are going to work the next morning and they are still alive. Amen. We survived. Amen. Amen. And I believe God will sustain us for one more week. Amen. So we went through some few kinds of prayers. The first one was the prayer of consecration. If you are not here last week, I will encourage you to listen because we don't have a lot of time. The prayer of consecration, that is to set yourself up a, a prayer which offers yourself to the Lord for his perfect will to be done. This is a kind of prayer where you just seek the will of God to be done. Okay? And then we talk about Prayer, praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. The Bible exhausts us to pray in the Holy Ghost. And it is a way to build you up, to build you up, to build yourself up in your most holy faith. That is the best way to build yourself up in the most holy faith as a a Christian. And then we talk about a prayer of faith, prayer of faith. We say that this is a prayer that really requires generation of faith. You generate faith. You believe what you are saying that you receive and take claim of it that you have received it. That is a prayer of faith. And such prayers, when someone is sick and you have faith to pray for that person, the Bible says that it saves the sick. Amen. 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 Then we talk about the prayer of confession of sins. Okay. It's important, very, very important that we always pray confessing our sins to God. And I was excited last week that we said a whole night praying for forgiveness. Wow. You wouldn't wow. think that, I mean, there will be, I mean, it was so refreshing that all of your sins were being mentioned. You know, hey. they talk about this, you are there. Then you confess it. Oh, I mean, it was, I mean, you feel free. You feel free that Wow, all these things were hidden. I mean, you wouldn't have mentioned them. You understand? But they were just being brought to your awareness and you were just confessing them and just being free. You understand? Since, especially adulthood, your sins are dangerous and hidden. (laughs) And when it's not revealed to you like this, you never know. Because you look like an adult, proper adult, well-behaved, you know, you you dress nicely, you know, and all kinds of things, but they're hidden, smelly places that children don't have. Do you understand? Children don't have such hidden, smelly places. Their children's debts. Apostle Joe was sharing something with us. He says they are obvious. Children, when they sin, their mess is obvious. Their clothes are dirty, chocolates, candy, everything is there. And you can see that they are dirty. They need to be washed. But an adult sin is hidden in your armpits and behind your neck and your under 
areas behind your ears, private places that children don't have those play, it's, it's places a having a problem. <laughs> you understand? A and such a person, you can be walking around really nicely. Oh, yeah. Polish. You understand? Nice makeup, nice dress, which looks very nice. And, you know, I mean, areas can be really bad. Your mouth and, I mean, all kinds of places. But you have lipstick nicely or you, you have mustache, well-shaved mustache and beard nicely. But hidden in the mouth is very foul. Do you understand? So adult sins, they are hidden, such as pride, jealousy. You know, children are not proud, you know. You don't find children being proud, proud children. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So we need to confess all these things. Amen. And then, we, okay, now next one, we want to talk about the short and powerful prayer. Amen. The short and powerful prayer. Is it good to talk about short and powerful prayer? It's so good. So number five, the short and powerful prayer. And Mark chapter 4, verse 36, we're reading to 39. Mark chapter 4, verse 36 to 39. The Bible says, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat unto the ship, so that it was now full. Do you see? The waves have come into the ship, and the ship was now full. When the ship is full with water, what happens to it? It capsized or it overturns or it sinks. So it says, and it was now full. So it was a danger zone. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. You know who this is? Jesus. Jesus was with him, was with his disciples in the ship. And the Bible says he was in the hinder part of the ship, deep down in the ship and was asleep on a pillow. You know, when you go in a ship and you want to sleep and you have seasickness, you know, you have to go deep down. I experienced that one time when I I was traveling from, um, they used to take this ship from um, Germany to um, to England, you know, and it was a very beautiful thing to travel on. And if you go on the top, you feel nauseous and your stomach, I, I used to feel sick, <laughs> but I like everything that was on the ship, you know, I mean, food and everything was nice. Do you understand? And, and then you can't eat because your stomach is, so somebody okay. told me, okay. the best thing is to go deep down <laughs> because the ship has like stories, like story building, many floors. And I'm, to my amazement, I, when I go down, I didn't feel the nausea. Oh. I could go and take food and come down and enjoy it. Wow. <laughs> so now I can understand how Jesus was deep hindered down and was asleep 
I mean, peaceful. The storm, you can't even feel it. Yeah. Okay, so the Bible says he was deep. He was in the hinder parts of the ship, asleep on a pillow. I don't know why they put a pillow, but I always look at the scripture that God does not put any word in the scriptures for nothing. But perhaps one day I will meditate on this. And when I get a revelation about the pillow, I will share with you. So far, I don't have a revelation on the pillow. But he was sleeping on a pillow. Okay. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Wow. Wow. And there was a great calm. So in this scripture, Jesus found himself in a crisis situation. When they woke him up, he realized there was crisis. The ship was full of water. And his disciples were caught up in the middle of a very dangerous storm. And their very lives were now being threatened. Do you see? So there was no time now to find a quiet place to pray for the hand of God to move on their behalf to calm the storm. This was not a time for that. At all. So what he did was he just prayed a short but powerful prayer. A short but powerful prayer and the storm ceased. He said, peace be still. And the storm ceased. So there are certain situations that calls for a short and powerful prayer. There are certain situations when you are in, it requires a short and powerful prayer. Amen. 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 Here was Jesus with his disciples on a boat and the boat was about to be overturned by a tempestuous storm. It was about, it's, the Bible says it was full and it was just about to go down. So there was no time to find a quiet place to pray. There was no time for that. Jesus just prayed a short and powerful prayer and the storm ceased. Now, the force that is behind such prayer, the force that is behind such a prayer to have effect is faith. Wow. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? Yes. This type of prayer is prayed by people who know their God. Amen. Are you understanding? You see, it's not a time that you are going to pray our Father. (laughs) It's not a time that you are going to recite Hey Mary. You go down. You go down. You go down. So, this is the type of prayer that is prayed by people who know their God. God. And the Bible says in Daniel 11 and verse 32 that when people know their God, they are strong and they do exploits. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They are strong. Daniel 11 and 32. It says, but the people that do know their God shall be strong shall be strong. Say, shall be strong. 
shall be strong. Be strong. Now you don't be strong physically because you don't need physical battles in spiritual warfare, but you should be strong in the Lord. You'll be strong spiritually and you will do exploits when you know your God. So obviously, people who know their God also know the scriptures. They know the scriptures and they know the authority and the power that is vested in them through the scriptures. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. It's not the kind of prayer that is made by a person who prays every now and then. Mm. Mm. Short and powerful prayer is not prayed by people who pray every now and then. Mm. Or people who do their quiet time every now and then, who read the Bible every now and then, or they hear the scriptures only when they come to church like this. This is not the kind of prayer that is prayed by such people. This is the kind of prayer that is prayed by someone who is charged up in faith. Amen. Charged up in faith. I love what you're teaching. Keep teaching. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That's right. When you park your car for a long time, when you park your car for a long time and you get into some form of emergency situation, you know, you are park your car, the, the cold is the way that weather is cold and you are parking for a while and you have an emergency situation. That is not the car that you are going to need. You will get disappointed. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, right. You may start the car and you may start it multiple times. You know, it goes, sometimes you turn the key as if there's nothing on the car, no power, nothing. The only thing you hear is the key noise, click. That's it. And then you start it again, and then then it stops. Then you try to pump and then start it again. Do you see? Sometimes you may need to call someone to come now and charge the battery for you. Are you listening to me? I want you to listen very carefully. Amen. Does <laughs> somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, teaching powerfully. So you, this is not the time that you need the car that has been parked in the garage for a while. And it is cold. The battery is dead. If your wife is in labor and you want to take your wife to the hospital, they say, my water has broken and you are going to now start your car that has been parked for a while, my friend, your wife, you will be, you will deliver your baby at home. (laughs) Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? When you are in a situation like that, you perhaps you'll be better off. What you are going to need is you are going to you, you are going to call a cab yeah. or nine one one. You are going to call a cab which has been charging all day and moving around all day with a charged battery that is not now going to be started. That is what is going to get you through the emergency situation. Wow! Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's powerful. 
you are going to call the ambulance, which when it's at the station, it's, the, it's on, it is on, it is being charged because it's prepared for emergency. So short and powerful prayer is done by people who have been charged, who are always in prayer. People who pray all the time, they are charged, they are charged. Wow, wow. Not by a patchka. No, no. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So if you are driving your car all the time, you are driving the car all the time, the battery is being charged. Mm. If you are praying all the time and you encounter an emergency situation, a crisis that requires a short and powerful prayer, it's not the time that you are going to now fast. You just speak and rebuke and then answer coming because you charged. Amen. like this and there's response. There is a response. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So also, again, in John chapter 11 and verse 41 and 42, Jesus once again encountered another situation that demanded an immediate response. He needed a miracle for his family friends. His old pal Lazarus had been dead for four days and everyone was looking up to him. Everyone was waiting on him. Now, could he now go away and wait on the law for three hours and then come back? The answer is no. This is not a time that everyone is sitting there. They are, I mean, they are, the man is rotting. It's not a time that he's going to go and wait at dawn and go and pray for three hours before he comes. He had to pray a short prayer and he needed results immediately. So listen to this, his prayer. In John chapter 11 and verse 41, he says, And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Mm. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. That is a short prayer. Powerful. So you see, these types of prayers, they come in handy when you are faced with a crisis situation. Amen. Short, powerful prayer. They are handy when you are in a crisis situation. True. Hallelujah. Amen. There is no time to retreat and pray. Pray a short and powerful prayer when you need to believe and have answers from God. When you need God to hear you, you need a short and powerful prayer. After the short and powerful prayer, what you need is to act boldly, just like Jesus. Mm. Just act boldly, and you will have 100% answered prayer. Say amen. 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 You see, people who capture powerful, instantaneous situations, in life with their phones, their phone cameras, they always have their phones charged already. Anyone who has, I mean, sometimes if you are on the internet, you see some wonderful photographs and you wonder how somebody was ready at this time to take a picture like that, Mm. to capture that moment. Sometimes you see like a dove that is, 
uh, I mean, um, one of those um, dolphins that make a dive in the and, and somebody took a picture. Have you seen one of those things before? Sometimes you see like um, an eagle catches something in the sky, another bird or something, and somebody took a picture of it. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. See, when you want to capture powerful, instantaneous scenes in life like that, you need to have your phone charged all the time. Amen. Amen. True. True. It cannot be one percent. It cannot be that you have 3% or 2% charge. Sometimes you go to a wedding and then they they say you may kiss your bride. And then you take your phone and then when you turn your phone on and then you're going around like this because you have 1%, 1% and then as you're about to take, boom, the phone goes off. And then such powerful one-time instant moment in life like that. You miss it. <laughs> it is gone. And sometimes during those times, you say to someone, oh, did you catch that? Can you send it to me? You are now depending on someone who has been charged. Oh. You are now depending on someone who is always on charge and who has this, this charger on all the time to now send it to you. And sometimes that person did not take it. And sometimes that person, and I'm telling you, sometimes people who are charged, you think they are praying for you. They are not praying for you. You ought to be charged. That when you are in a situation, you are in crisis, you can rise up yourself and pray. Amen. Always hot. Always hot. Because sometimes when you are in crisis, you don't have the time to even call your pastor to pray for you. Sometimes you are in a bus, you are in a train, and somebody has come on, and when you look at the person, you look at how the person is put his hand in a pocket here like this, whatever he's holding, and or something that is in his pants, and he's standing in the train. You don't know what this person is about. At that time, you don't have the time to call the charged person to pray for you. You need to speak. Powerful short prayer. And I rebuke the person who is standing right here. Go to the next train, get out to the next stop, and I am free. And that will happen when you are Amen. A- and it's on fire. Amen. Amen. You are preaching. Jesus was charged up. The Bible says he rise up at dawn early when everyone is sleeping. So he was charged up. He didn't wait for crisis to arise before he would go and charge. Preaching. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes. The next one is the long prayer. I love it. The long prayer, number six. There are times that it is important to spend a long time in prayer. Hallelujah. Luke chapter six and verse twelve. And it came to pass in those days mm. that he went out into a mountain to pray. And continued all night. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. It says, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. And continued all night in prayer to God. All night in prayer to God. Jesus prayed all night in prayer to God. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Mark chapter 1 and verse 35. 
Mark chapter 1 and verse 35. The Bible says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Hallelujah. He departed and went out into a solitary place and there prayed, rising up a great while before day. So you will notice that in both cases, Jesus spent long hours praying. Amen. A great while is a long time. All night is also a long time. Amen. It's a long one. And that is why we in our church, we do this. Mm. We want to rise up when all men are sleeping at dawn to pray. And we also want to have an all night Listen, everything that you want to do as a Christian, look at what Jesus did and do the same thing and you will have it. Amen. Amen. Look at what Jesus did. So develop the art of praying for several hours. Start with one hour. And then you go to two hours. You graduate to three hours. And when you are past three, when you have done three hours, next time you see that you are progressing to five hours, seven hours. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. So learn to pray also. Then you progress to all day. Such as sometimes, you know, we go for retreats. And then we are praying all day. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? We are imitating Jesus. We are doing what he did. Amen. If you want anything as a Christian, do what Jesus did. Amen. And you will experience 100% answers to your prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There are times that you need to spend many hours in prayer. Many hours in prayer. Now, you, you see, I don't understand sometimes, you know, when people just don't, when we declare prayers, you just sign yourself off totally, completely. I mean, if prayers are not valuable and important, we will not see in the scriptures all filled with Jesus went to pray. Jesus went to pray. Now, if the son of God, the one who came from heaven, was always praying. There must be something about prayer. And you on earth, you don't, you, you, you have not seen anything. You don't see anything except what you see with your eyes, what you smell with your nose, and what you hear with your ears, and what you taste with your mouth. That's it. And you don't pray. You don't want to pray. I mean, you should even say that I can see, I don't feel, I don't do this, but if Jesus prayed, then I must pray. There must be something about prayer. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Teaching us powerfully. Then there must be something about prayer. If Jesus prayed for long hours, then you also have to pray for long hours. Amen. At times, you do not have to change the prayer topic. You can pray on the same topic for hours. Jesus did it. Jesus prayed on one topic for hours. 
three hours, he will come and go, and the Bible says he wants to pray about the same thing. So you two, you can pray. It's nothing wrong with that. Amen. We prayed this before. Oh, is it not the same thing that we're praying during the flow? Something uh, is just replay. Oh, did we pray this before? I can watch it myself and then do it. Hey. You, you, are, you are deceiving yourself. Jesus pray repeated prayers. There's nothing wrong with you also praying repeated prayers. Amen. You are teaching. teaching. Amen. And each hour he went back praying with the same zeal and crying to the Father. Mm. Why you also, when it comes like that, approach it with a new spirit. As if this is the first time you are praying. I mean, this forgiveness prayer, we prayed it before. I remember where I was when I was praying this prayer. Yeah. I went on my knees at certain stages and asking God, Lord, cleanse this, purify this, forgive me for this. And as we were praying this, it's coming back again. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes. If Jesus did it, I think we should also do it. Yes. Amen. What do you think? And by the grace of God in our church, we pray all these kinds of prayers. Amen. Sometimes some people ask, what? You, what? you say you went for all night. Then they ask you, what are you asking for God? Do you want God's eyes? They are asking if it's God's eyes that you want. I can say it in a way that they say. You know what I mean. You know, yeah. and you, they'll say you are praying until you reach the eyes of God. I mean, it's as if it's not in the Bible and they are Christians. They say, why do you have to go and pray all night? What are you asking God for? <laughs> okay. But Jesus, the Bible says he prayed all night. All night. So long hours, they are scriptural. And therefore, when we are having all night prayer meeting, you are not exempted. It is in the Bible, and the same Bible that you read is what we are also reading. Amen. The same Jesus that you are following is the same one that we are also following. And the Bible says that he prayed all night. All night. Oh, no, please don't tell me that you were praying all night by yourself at home. Hey. And we're praying, you also pray all night by yourself at home. The next one is loud prayers. Ah, wow. Loud prayers. Now, this a lot of people have problem with charismatic Christians. Is it, is it, ah, why, can't, why can't you guys pray, you know, to yourself? Would you have to pray that everybody will hear? Let's look in the Bible. Let's look in the Bible. You see, Jesus is our best example. Everything, he is our best example. If he did it, we are doing it. And if we did it and you have a problem with it, take it to Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's all. Because he's the one that has caused all of this problem for you. You are following him. Forgive. You are following him. Those of you who mute your things because uh, they prayed too loud. Why is this person screaming too much? This, 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 this. Take it to Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 7. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 7. It says, who, who in the days of his flesh, that means when Jesus was a man in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death. 
and was heard in that he feared. Wow. Wow. So Jesus prayed with strong cries. And so can you. Amen. You can also pray with strong cries. I believe it. There is a difference between meditation and prayer. Okay. Okay. Are you hearing me? That's right. Some people claim to pray in their minds. <laughs> that is why we don't hear them on the phone. I know somebody. In our minds. So what is the difference between praying in your mind and meditation? I think there is no difference, Bishop says. He says, I'm not saying that you must always shout when you pray. He says, for him, 90% of the, of the time, you cannot even hear him when he's praying. He says, I usually pray very quietly, but there are times I pray with strong cries and tears. It is a dimension you must get into. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some things that will only happen in your life when you pray like Jesus did. Wow. You see, there are, you have to copy Jesus. I'm telling you. When you are in a situation that calls for your tears, when you are praying to God about things that make you cry, things that cause tears to flow down, Look at what Jesus did when he was faced with something that made him cry. He prayed with loud voice. Loud voice. So lock yourself in your room with your tears and pray with loud voice just as Jesus did. And you receive answers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Does everybody understand what I'm sharing with you? Teach me powerfully, right? We are praying together. Sometimes some people's voices are never heard. Never. Never heard their voices. I know someone. (laughs) And when you say it, people say, say, do you have to hear me? I'm praying in my head. I'm praying. I do have to hear me. God knows my heart. God knows what I'm praying. God knows what is in my heart. I'm praying for my heart. I'm speaking to God, not to man. With a loud cry. Say amen. Amen. All those such people, all such people, they are not praying. They are not praying. That is why you fall asleep. You see, sometimes we pray loud like that, even to help us stay awake. Oh, yes. We pray loud to help. You try it. You that's why you fall asleep. You every time you say you are praying, you're praying. <laughs> A good strategy. Drawing on a prayer line. Hey, that one. It's hard to fall asleep when you are screaming and calling on God. Oh, yeah. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? It's hard. The sleep comes when you relax and you are meditating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I'm saying that we we are all in the flesh. Are you understanding? I think that's experiencing. I'm also experiencing. It's a regular experience. If I sit down to, I'll fall asleep because the body is weak. I'm tired. Look, don't don't judge me, okay? Don't look at me and judge me. Even Jesus, when he took some powerful people with him to go and pray, they fell asleep. You understand? So in order for me to not sleep, I rise up and I will shout. Amen. Man. You walk around and you pray. You are teaching us, teaching us something. Thank you. 
Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Man, but they say they have to stay in Zoom. How can I stay in Zoom so they can see me and I can also walk around? Ah, I feel I don't know. The pastor is speaking to you. see, so they say, what should we do again? What should we do? We just say, stay, let's see you. Now they say, walk around. You know, who should we listen to? Bishop is saying we should walk around. You are saying we should come in a Zoom. Who should we do? What should we do? Walk around. Pass in a Zoom. Let us see your face. Let us see you. Turn your video on. Let us see you. Listen, it helps us. It helps some of us who are weak. It helps some of us who are tired and sleepy. When we see you praying like that, you energize us. We know you are praying behind the dark screen. We know you are praying, you know, in your head. But when you talk, when you are screaming and you are praying and you are in the energy, it causes us also who are weak to rise up to pray. We say, what has the brother had? What has the sister had in this short verse that is praying like this? And maybe I must must not have heard it. Let me speak in tongues. The Lord will understand. The Lord will hear me. And it energizes us. It charges us up. That's awake. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Pray and help us to also pray. Amen. Jesus prayed with strong cries, and so you can. Amen. Amen. Pray it so you can. We also help one another when we do that. Jesus is what we are copying. And the last one, the last one. You see, you don't like talking about prayer. You see, you don't like me talking about prayer. Keep yeah. teaching. Keep teaching. Love it. I think I like how you look. And Michelle, uh, it's real Valentine. It's nice. Wow. Wow. It's nice. Now you're showing that you are a camera person. Wonderful. Uh, Those of you who sit in the dark, I mean, your camera is on, but I can't see you properly. Try and put some light on. I personally intentionally put some light on so you can see the preacher. So that, you know, it's not some person that you don't. Anyway, prayer of thanksgiving is the last one. Prayer of I thanksgiving. Love number eight. I love it. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. Amen. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you hallelujah so you see that god wants us to give thanks and not sometimes mm. he says in everything that means in every situation good and bad god expects us to give thanks Amen. so god likes thanksgiving this so besides that give me give me prayers that we pray god will love to hear some other types of prayers, such as thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this. Thank you for this situation. He would love to hear you say thank you. Hallelujah. Discover the power of thanking the Lord. As you thank him, you will experience many breakthroughs. Hallelujah. You see, it is easy easy to thank God in good times. Isn't that so? That's very true. It is easy to thank God when things are well, when things are moving on in the way that you are expecting. It is very easy to thank God. Sometimes you can sing all day just thanking God. 
True. Because certain things have moved your way. Be yeah, honest. When, when the job has happened, the marriage has happened, the yeah. child has happened. You know, the brother proposed, you know, you have been waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally, he's proposed. Has arrived. You understand? And the ring has come on your finger. Finally, secure. This one is not going anywhere. And you can thank God all day. And sometimes you come to church and then when we are singing some songs that is like thanksgiving to God, hey, your dance comes. We come in the front, and sometimes we don't know why, but you know why. <laughs> you know, you, don't, you see, the people don't know. They think I'm crazy. They don't know. You see, you, your worship is different. Even your dance, you do, uh, then you do some style with your legs, and then you turn around. And then when the pharisees stop singing, you are angry. You know what I'm sharing with you? You say, we want more. We want more. But there are certain situations when you are in, even when people are dancing and giving thanks, you are angry. You are angry with them. You say, they don't have problems. They don't have troubles. Look at these people. They don't know what real life is. They are like children. But God is saying that in all of those situations, we ought to give him points. We ought to give him points. Hallelujah. As you give him thanks, you will experience many breakthroughs. Learn to give him thanks. If you don't learn to give God thanks in all situations, you realize that the times that you thank God, they are very few. Very limited. (laughs) Because the world that we are in, you realize that the things that you want, that they don't happen every day. The things that you don't want are the things that happen almost every day. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So if you learn to give thanks in all things, you will realize you are giving thanks to God all the time. All the time. When you sit in your car and you start and it doesn't start, you say, thank you, God. You only say, thank you, Lord, because you were expecting that this car may not start. <laughs> and when it started, you say, oh, thank you, Jesus. You are you were expecting that there will be traffic on the road. And then you are dreading it. When you get there, there's no traffic. You say, thank you, Jesus. This morning, they were expecting some snow. So some people came in, from, came to work, and I said, is there snow outside? They said, no snow. And the first, thank you, Lord. That's what I said. And I bet maybe if there was snow, I probably would not have said, thank you, Lord. Oh, 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 this snow. How am I getting home? But we must learn to give thanks to God. We must be conscious of giving Amen. to God in all things. Amen. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Sometimes, you know, you get certain situations. Someone has a certain situation and it's a very sad situation. Such as a loss, for instance. And then they call you as a pastor. And then you are praying for the person. I mean, the first thing, we have to thank God in every prayer. You see that somebody has lost a loved one, or even you are at a funeral. You go to a funeral, and then they say, Pastor, come and pray. And then you say, shall we pray? Everyone rise up, let us pray. And everybody rises up. And then you begin, Father, we thank you. you. And then you pause. What are you going to thank God for? We thank you that this person has died. (laughs) You see, but the Bible is entreating us that even in that situation, we should thank God. Mm. We should thank God. Amen. 
And who are we copying? We are copying Jesus. Jesus. The scripture that we read in um, John, 11. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. Was it John chapter 11? 41. Verse 41. John chapter, it says, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Do you see? This is Lazarus. When Jesus was going to raise him up, and he was dead and buried, and all the mourners were around. He says, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee. Hey, somebody is dead, you are thanking God. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. In all situations, God is entreating us to give him thanks. In all situations, to thank him. Paul and Silas were in jail, but they prayed and sang praises at midnight. I mean, how many people, when they put you in jail for doing the work of God, and you go to jail, and then you are praying and thanking God and praising God. They gave thanks to God at midnight. Suddenly, there was an earthquake, and their chains were broken. There is the power of the prayer of thanksgiving. This is the power. That when you pray to God and you thank him in a difficult situation, you demonstrate so much faith in God. You demonstrate so much faith and you move God. You move God when you thank him in an unpleasant situation. When you thank him in an unwelcome situation, you move him because you are trusting in him. And you are proving, you are proving that your faith in him is going to make things change. And it changes. Amen. Is somebody understanding me? That's right. So it's, even in the midnight of your life, a prayer of thanksgiving is appropriate. There are times in which it will be the most powerful type of prayer you can offer. It is a prayer that leads to earthquakes and broken bands. Mm. Move into this type of prayer and experience God's breakthrough for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, we need to replicate what is in the Bible. That is what we have to do. We have to copy exactly what is in the Bible. So when you feel like you are in a midnight crisis, when you feel like you are in a situation of sleeplessness, in the night when you cannot sleep because of something that is troubling you, change your prayer of asking and turn it into, Father, I thank you for this situation. I thank you for this situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Difficult situations, they require prayers and they require thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are in certain difficult financial situations. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. You failed an exam. Thank the Lord. Hey, I move on. Amen. <laughs> you didn't do as you were expecting. Thank the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. You had pregnancy and you were so excited. And then you woke up in the morning, the next morning, and you see blood. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. It's a situation that does not call for thanksgiving. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Listen, beloved, we are talking about 100% answered prayers. And what we are not doing is now what we are learning to do to achieve the 100% answered prayers. In difficult times, thank the Lord. When Jesus was in a situation of challenge, when he had thousands of people to feed and there was no food and insufficiency, he, when he didn't have enough to feed them and he was asking what we have, he thanked the Lord. Amen. He thanked the Lord. When you feel that there's not enough in your home, 
when you feel that even the month is ending and the rent, we don't know where it's coming from, thank the Lord in that situation. Thank, beloved, change the way you pray and let's start experiencing 100% answers. Amen. Let's imitate what's in the scriptures. If Paul and Silas were in jail and they were thanking God, thank God when your life feels like you are in jail, when the situation feels like you are locked up, begin to thank God in that situation. He says, in everything, give thanks. Why? Because he says, everything, all things, they work together for your good. They are working together for your good. So begin to thank him that he will move that what you need to be moved. He will bring that which needs to be brought. He will bring that which you felt was a disappointment. He will bring that which was a little bit of a joy and incomplete. He is bringing all of them together. The one that made you cry on your pillow. The one that made you mourn. The one that made you cry and shed tears. The one that made you isolate yourself and you didn't even want to talk to anyone in all that situation. The Bible says he's bringing them. He's bringing all of them together and they are going to work together for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You having any challenges, any sickness, any private issue, anything that is troubling you, begin to thank God for it. When you fail an exam, you don't know why, God. You, you prayed. You prayed. You prayed. You had faith. You studied. And who is to say, and you study. And who is to say that your failure is not God's answer? Wow. Who is to say? If you are the same faith person who believes that the failure, the success, the incomplete, the disappointment, they are all working together for your good. Why are you not thanking him for that part of it that is also coming together to work for your good? Why are you not thanking him for the disappointment part of it? Why are you not thanking him for the letdown part of it? Because he's using them. If he's going to use them, why don't you rise up and give him thanks and say that, Lord, thank you for this situation. Because I believe that this situation also is coming together with the other one and they are working all together for my good because I love you. Hallelujah. What a preacher. This is all that God will allow the time of our hour and this is the last one. Have you rise up to our feet? Wow, 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 wow. Father, we are thankful. We are grateful. We thank you, Lord, for all the situations that we have experienced. We thank you, Father, for COVID-19, for the lockdown. We thank you for the opportunity that we have now. We thank you, Lord, that our service is on Zoom. We thank you for all the situations. We thank you for the great times that we had together in church. We thank you for when we saw growth in our church. We thank you for when we saw members leaving. We thank you in all of this situation. We thank you. We thank you for all the things that we asked and we did not receive. But we are confident, Lord, that you are using all of these things. The disappointments, the letdown, the breakdown, the breakthroughs, the success. Oh Lord, we are thanking you. We are thanking you because that is what you say we should do. And we are thanking you. We are not saying it just for saying sake. 
We are thanking you with earnest hearts, with grateful hearts. We are thanking you. It's not from our lips, but from our hearts, deep within our hearts, shall we thank you. We will thank you deeply from our hearts for every situation because we know, Lord, that your word is true, that they are working together for our good. We glorify your name today for all the ways that you have showed us to pray. We will pray aloud. We will pray for long hours and we will pray short, powerful prayers. We will do just as you did. And we know, Lord, that they will yield answers. Because you found answers. Your prayers yielded answers. And we are confident that our prayers will yield answers. From today, our prayer lives have changed. The way we approach you is changed. We thank you for showing us the way. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bow, you are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You want to receive Jesus as your savior, as your master. You want to be born again. I want to share a prayer with you. I want you to repeat this prayer with me if you are here, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. Jesus is not your Lord and your master, but you want to take him today. You want to choose him as your Lord and master. Repeat this prayer with me. Repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I come before you. I come before you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Forgive me of all my sins, Lord. Forgive me of all my sins, Lord. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. This afternoon, I welcome you into my life. This afternoon, I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today, I will serve you. From today, I will serve you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Sean. have been blessed with this powerful message come and worship with us on the zoom platform with id number 823-299-84436 every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time god richly bless you